The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Yo, what up? This is In The Conversation, man. We have a wild one tonight, man. We, we getting crazy like Stevie Wonder doing the dab, Mike Tyson on a hoverboard, and quiet ass whippings. Anyway, check it out. Peace. You need something to get you through the workday? Well, good. Because we've got a place for that. Check out ComedyVoices.com for the comedy podcasts that'll turn your daily grind into a marathon of laughs. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way with an array of shows that'll fill all your comedy needs. It's ComedyVoices.com, powered by digital media. Coming to you from the top of the Stand Up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of D, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. It is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon. As always, on my right hand side, I got El Capitan Vladimir Camaño. Ah, and on my left hand side, I got. Ah, he's not here today. Uh, Muhammad is not here today. Young Muhammad is not here today, and Vlad is learning Snapchat. I'm just, I, I may put this on Instagram, actually. Yeah, but I'm you got taping, you know, unless you're pressing that button. It's, no, it's taping. You see the. Oh, the oh this is your video joke. Yeah, video. I'm doing, oh, okay, and, then I'll, and then I'll probably chop it up later. Oh, but we right. here, man. This the studio. Me and my man, D Lemon. What's cracking, man? I'm good, brother. I, ain't I just got on the Snapchat. I don't, I don't know how to use it, though, D. Well, turn it off right now because you're on it's the off. podcast. We're off now. We're off now. We Shout off now. out to the listeners. They're like, man. Sorry, y'all. Just, I'm on the Snapchat. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. So... Snap them some yahins. Snap them some titties. <laughs> What's your snap? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't want no uh, random titties. My man, man, sent, Chris got some titties sent to him. How does that even work? He's going to yell out his Snapchat and some woman's going to be like, I'm going to deliver some titties. Yeah, I mean, he said, your man, man, M-A-N-S-A-M-P, you know, and you, sometimes you just get Get some stuff. Is that how it works? Yeah. Send you, this man is freshly engaged. I know. He is still like hey, Shout listen, out to Chris. Shout out to listen, Chris. He is engaged. All titties will be considered. I got one year. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. What's your Snapchat though? Just so they know, uh, Vlad. Uh Laughing Vlad. Okay, laughing Vlad. I'm beats being broke. I snap every so often, but you know, I'll let you bar. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you bar. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Happy Hanukkah. Post Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Happy if Kwanzaa. If we on day three of Kwanzaa, I'm a, while I'm talking, I'm going to find out what day this is. I know it's Christmas. not Omoja. I know it's not Kuji Chakalia, but we'll find out. We're going to talk about it. But until then, how was your Christmas? Christmas was good, man. Hang yeah. on with, with my dad, mom. In the crib, my parents are great, dude. Brother his wasn't around. Brother was there. F Sharp was in the building. Okay, shout out to. Him. And uh, my dad, my dad's at a point in his life where he doesn't want gifts; he wants experiences. Okay. If I was like, just get me a lobster, and we good. That's an experience. He yeah, wants- he just wants to live. He doesn't want like you know, he doesn't want, he want things. He just wants to be like have moments. Mm. I like that. I mean, no, my lady's like that. I like a. I've grown to like a specific. This is what I want. For Christmas uh, recipient, 
Before that, I used to like to surprise. I would like to, you know, okay, I, got, I think I know what type of person you are. Because I think I, I really do pride myself on being a good gift giver. And I, I live for that. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, you killed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this. He killed it. You know, like, I like he that. He thought about me. Exactly. But, you know, I don't the thing like the pressure, about man. that. I don't like the pressure. Yeah, hold on. Uh, this day in Kwanzaa is... Uh, Ujima. I guess Ujima. how you pronounce it. It's cooperative <laughs> economics. Ujima. Uh, this day at Kwanzaa by all white producer. Uh, Say it one more time, Chris. Uh, Ujima. Uh, Ujima. I think it is. Ujima. That sounds right. Ujima. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. E for effort. E for Hey, listen. Uh, happy Ujima. I know about two people in real life that uh, like consistently celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, no, they're, they're real. Yeah. I know one. Yep. I know one uh, homie, she's an archivist, so she's, uh, I guess she's into, you know, studying things that are, you know, <laughs> I won't say dead, but wrapped up. Like, you want to talk about it without making me sound silly. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, I appreciate that, yeah. I appreciate the commitment. And my brother, he uh, he he uh, texted me, happy emoja. I thought he was going to text me every day through Kwanzaa to see how committed he is. But, uh, you know, shout out to those people that do celebrate Kwanzaa. You know, you all appreciate it. Yeah, the pressure of gift giving, man, it's hard, dude. Ooh. It's hard, man. I, I don't. That's why. That's why I'm a huge fan of uh, cash and gift cards. But the gift card, I'm not mad at a gift card. But the gift card is really sad, dog. Go shop, do your shit. I don't know you like that. Go figure it out. See, but I, I'm not. See, I'm not into <laughs> that thing, though. D. Go to the store. Hit figure like, it out. Here's fifty dollars. Like, Here's a, here's, here. a, here's a thing. Here's my thing. And maybe I, I hope I don't sound bitter and cynical. Go ahead. I know me. Yeah. But you act like I nobody know else know you. Yeah. And, and, and like, it's not going to crush our friendship yeah. if you gave me some cash. You know what <laughs> oh, I'm listen, Go I'm, do what you do. Thank you for the cash. I've been telling my grandmother I want cash since I was at least 11. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, but every so often people might want to show that they, they, they know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, close friends. I, listen, though, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was a gift card Christmas for a lot of people this year. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just last minute. Actually, was it a gift card Christmas? I ain't do too much gift cards. I try not to gift card it out because I feel like I, 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 the people that I'm gonna get gifts for, I know enough about them to get them something that they would appreciate, or at least I hope. You know, but uh, but when did cash become classless? I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna turn down no cash. cash I like, like it. The gift card now is is the thing. American Express, mm-hmm. Visa, you know, and uh, they judge you. But you know, you go. Oh, he got the Amex gift card. You know, yeah. Doesn't even matter. Uh-huh. What's the denomination? You know, denomination. Twenty five dollar gift. Man, the worst gift deal? card you could give. The worst gift card. Not the worst, but I, I don't like gift cards that are store dependent. Oh, okay. Like so Macy's, uh, GameStop. Yeah, 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 don't yeah, do that. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Let me let me go wherever I want to let go. Let me live my life. <laughs> don't restrict me to, <laughs> to Macy's. I don't want to go to Macy's. <laughs> Target? What are you doing? Fuck out of here. Give me cash. Cash is king. Yeah, cash is the best. Cash is better than everything. Yeah. Shit. I like a good Chris I just always Bill. hated that my older brother would get more cash than me. Because he was older? Because he was older. He used to piss me. And he wrote How it in my face. How much old is he? My brother is five years older. And oh, what okay. happened is... For example, we live in a building. My dad's a super. Yeah. And they would always give us gifts. Miss Norris, particularly. Miss mm-hmm. Norris is a great woman. She gave my brother 20 and she gave me a 10. Okay, wow. And my brother, 100%. Yeah, more. man. My brother's like, I was like, you know, Damn. I said, why do you get more money? He's like, you know, 
Because I'm older. Yeah. I said, that, well, that, well, you, got, you got a higher cost of living? <laughs> What's going like, on? We live in the same apartment. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, I used to be so tight about that. Hey, Miss Norris is trying to throw something at the ball. That could have been it too. Hey, man, that was what it was. Hey, sugar. Hey, listen, that young man can't satisfy me like this young you man. Let me see that mistletoe. Hilarious. Yeah, but yeah so, man. Uh, yeah, I, I think cash is, cash is the best. Now, this is the thing about cash. If you're going to give cash... Make sure the bill is crisp. <laughs> go to the go to the bank. At least if you're not gonna go out your way to go shopping, go to the bank and say, "Give me the crispest." Yeah, I know. Whatever denomination. No, it, you go, it can't yeah. look like a, like a quick ATM. Run nah, you yeah. it can't have no strip of glitter on the motherfucker. Uh, a phone number. Yeah, chill. Call, nah. call Keisha. Exactly. That shit gotta look like it could paper cut. <laughs> Brand new. Woo! Somebody drew a mustache on the that president. Shit looks great. Yeah, not no old faced fucking <laughs> yeah. hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> something nice. Cash is funny to me whenever I go to the grocery store and the cash the cashier puts a little mark on it. Uh-huh. It's always this kind of thing where like, well, you don't you don't trust me? Yeah, or they just hold your shit up. Yeah, into the light. Okay. Especially when it's for a low bill. It was like a 10. You going to do that for me a on 10? a 10? What the fuck is going on out here? I pull out the real money. <sighs> but Christmas was good though, what would you do? Christmas was cool, man. Christmas was a good time. Uh, what would I do? Same shit, you know, did the uh did the family thing, you know, hit the uh did a little uh tour. Hit my, my my lady's peoples and then my peoples, you know what I'm saying? So we did a double header. It was cool. We we cracked the, you know How's traffic out there? Traffic wasn't too bad, actually. Traffic wasn't too bad. It was good times. We kicked it, you know, broke down some gifts, had good life. Did you guys wait till midnight shit. or you did it? Nah, 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 nah. We did it. We did it the day of Christmas, like you know, because we ain't kids. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we adults. Here. We adults. That like, if I was a kid, that was the thing when I was a kid. Like, I could get to open one gift on Christmas Eve. Could pick just one gift. So I always try to get the biggest fucking gift. That should turn out to be like a sweater, a pillow, some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but you get that one gift, and then the next day you could just tear shit open. Isn't a sweater the worst gift you can get, dude? As a kid? Oh man, a sweater. It depends. I got a. I remember one of my aunts. She used to get my 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 brother like the fly shit, kind of similar to you, because he was a little older. Yeah. She gave him some fly shit, and then I remember one year it was like when the fucking Adams Family movie came out. She got me a it t shirt. No, the, no, like, no, Fuck, no, it's cold as shit. No, First no, no, no. whack ass t shirt. Even then, I was like, this whack ass t. Get the fuck out of here. You don't want to be ungrateful, but. That shit was like ah, that was a mark. That was That's a moment. Horrible. To this day, I don't fuck with it like that. Yeah, t shirt. Uh, I, I don't think a t unless it's a unless it's a customized t shirt. I don't think a t shirt is never a good gift. Not in a motherfucking winter months. Nah, it's not. One t shirt. Yeah, it's not a good gift. Come on. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we just did that. We kicked it. Had some, you know, had drank a little bit, talked a little bit of shit. Came, went out to my my people's crib. Watched a good church movie. Which one did you guys watch? Oh man, it's a church movie. Were you called, in charge again to pick the movie? No, no. This time they, they, yeah, they, up, yeah, they, they went hard too. <laughs> they went hard because one of the DVDs wasn't working. So they went out and got another DVD player just because they wanted to watch this movie. It's called War Room. It's a church movie. Don't go look it up because uh, Rotten Tomatoes will give that, give that shit a good 35%. Uh, War it, Room? War Room. And um, who's, who's the lead? I don't know none of these characters. None of these people. Who found the film? Uh, my sister. My sister found the film. A strong uh, church movie. And uh, <laughs> I tell you one thing about church movies: they are not subtle. 
they are heavy handed with the metaphor, boy. They they don't. There's no. There's no metaphor. Everything is. This is what it is. You know, it was it was a it was a good movie. I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you. I'm noticing that the sub headliner is. Uh Prayer is a powerful weapon. Absolutely. Oh there you go. There you go. So that's the subtitle. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So it's all about praying. Oh, sounds action-packed. The war room was basically like a prayer room and where she became a prayer warrior. It was, you know, it was interesting. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Like, the sentiment behind it, that's how I know I'm getting older. Because now I can sit through a full church movie and, and take it for what it is and still find the the uh, the, uh, the the big... Uh, the big idea into it. So the thing was, the question: Did it end? Did it end in a big set piece at the church where someone was like asking for forgiveness? No, okay. no, 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 no. It, it ended just with some triumph at like a, at, I think at like a, a double Dutch competition or something. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. No spoilers I don't wanna, here. I don't want to spoil it. Everybody that wants to run out, you know, they go see the war room. <laughs> you know, I'm not about them spoilers. And uh, well, basically, it was a couple having problems and. One of the things was rather than pray about the relationship, pray for your partner. You know what I'm saying? And then they had like this lady had like a dedicated prayer room where she would go and she would do her prayers and hang the prayers up a on lot, the A lot of pillows. A lot of, yeah. Lot of pillows, no the, pillows. I don't think it was oh, no okay. At first it was a pillow. The girl was trying to do everything but get on her knees. Pause. She was trying to do, every, not, she was trying to do everything but get on her knees, but ultimately she had to get on her knees because she had to pray. And, uh, you know, and then shit started resonating. I don't even know if I should call it shit, but prayers started to, to manifest. It was it was decent. It was a good, what made it good was my grandmother enjoyed it. And that, that's really what it's all about. If your grandmother ain't uncomfortable by the movie, you know. Then it's, it's a good movie. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a successful uh, Christmas celebration. And that's how really the, what how, it was. How was the deacon in the film? Was it a good deacon? There was no deacon. There was no real church. Oh. It was no real church. It was about this lady. I forget her name. Miss Clara, I think. She was the lady who, uh, basically, it was a, if we're going to get into it, it was a family. It was a husband, a wife, and a daughter. And uh, the husband, just from the door, was just upset about all types of shit. Like, they didn't even really ever say what he was upset about. But he was, it's a war room. Yeah, he was be spazzing on everybody, the family and all of that. And um, This is what happens when you don't pray. Yeah, yeah. But the woman, her feet was stinking, which was a subplot what? that didn't really get resolved. That was resolved. a subplot. <laughs> subplot. I was like, okay, this got to be something. Something here has to get res- something has to get resolved here with the stinky feet because you brought it up a few me? times. I'm like, is this the spirit? I, was beast a beast, beast yeah. I guess so. So anyway, the lady, she's a realtor. And uh, the wife, she's a realtor. So she goes to try to sell this one home. And Miss Clara is the owner of the home. Real beautiful home and all that. And uh, Miss Clara, she comes to speak to Miss Clara. Miss Clara says, uh, when the last time you've been to church? You know, this is this is a good meeting about selling a home. What makes me laugh know, is well, when's the last time you've been to church? I've seen that in a few films where they uh, allude to your attendance rate, and it's always weird at the timing of it. Yeah, it's always a quick beat of silence, yeah. a little pregnant pause. Yeah, hand on the shoulder. Uh huh. When was the last time you visited the Lord? Uh-huh. You know that kind of thing. Because we could tell you ain't been in a while. I could tell by how you how your posture, how your how your spirit is sitting. <laughs> So she hitting her with all of these they pretty nosy ass questions if you ask me. So I'm heckling the movie. I'm like, she's pretty nosy. My grandmother's like, well, maybe she's a wise woman. I'm hilarious. Like, all right, well, let me fall back. Oh, you gotta fall back. <laughs> let yeah. me fall back in the name of the Lord. And uh long story short, 
she gets this woman, you know, she delves deep enough into this woman's uh, struggle and the story to find out, hey, this is what you should be doing. And she kind of coaches her as a prayer coach to turn her into a prayer warrior in the prayer. Oh, she goes into training. Basically, and, the, and the, you know, basically all of that leads to, you know, the end. I don't want to mess it all the way up. But favorite, it, favorite church movie? Oh, wow. I don't, I don't have Mine's going to have to be, the, I forget the name of it, but the, the Denzel one, Denzel and Whitney. The best man? No, Denzel, that's not the best man. That's uh, the, the preacher's wife. wife. I thought that was a good one. Why? Just because Denzel and Whitney, Whitney was in it? Well, yeah. How many church <laughs> movies have you seen? I've seen a few. The one with Nas and Jennifer Hudson. Oh, right, right. And I ain't seen that shit. Black Nativity, I think it was. Black Nativity. Black Nativity. Um, oh, you out here? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> you got some experience with the church okay, movies. So- <laughs> that man dated a black woman. <laughs> Come here and watch this black nativity. <laughs> I've, seen a, I've seen a few. I've seen quite a few. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I thought the, the the well, Denzel is just an amazing. By the way, I think today's Denzel's birthday. Is it today? All right. Well, happy birthday to Denzel. Check, if check it Chris is. real quick. I think today's his birthday. Who, who's, who's my favorite actor of all time? Is he? Oh, Denzel, absolutely. Yeah, he's my favorite. He's my number one. That's my day one. Shout out to uh, Denzel Washington, is the greatest actor of all time podcast. So. Yesterday uh, turned yeah. sixty-one years old. Sixty-one. And he don't look. He don't look a deal before forty. My all right, he looked young for sixty. Yeah, well, one. I think what messed him up was that that meme. Yeah, I mean Denzel's still cool as hell. You seen a little clip of him with Drake and Tyrese? He was nah. drunk at the at the. Was he drunk? <laughs> he looked like a little drunk, like a drunk uncle. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm out here with with Drake and T, and uh, you know, shit. I ain't know how to work the camera, but you know, we out here. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Denzel, staying relevant. Take it easy. Favorite church movie? You know what it is. Oh man, I don't have that many church movies. I'm gonna say uh favorite church movie. That's a good one. The God, no, not the gospel. The preachers one. Ah. That's a good question. Y'all let us know, yeah, what, let your us know what your favorite church, church movie is. I might go with the preacher's wife just cause I, I can't oh I'm gonna go with War Room. Really? Because that's the most recent. Oh, okay. That's the most recent. But uh, I got to think about my church movie uh, categories. Right. Would you consider Red Hook Summer a church movie? Oh, no. No. But okay. it's got a church element. A church too. element, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's not as uplifting as other. No, it's definitely yeah, not. No, it's yeah, not, it's not definitely not, not that. Yeah. It's not church typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't typical. There's got to be some other. I feel like there's a church comedy that I'm missing that I've seen where it was like. Oh. I think Cedric was the. May have been the. I feel like Cedric, you know, Cedric got that past to look about. Yeah, I feel like seeing something when I think there was a movie with Whoopi Goldberg, not not um not the nun movie, but not Sister Act or anything like that. But I think she was like a she was in a church. Sister Act is a church movie, right? I guess it's yeah, a church. Yeah. That's more of a Catholic school movie. Yeah, okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I will say this though: I think the best de- the best. Well, I don't know. One of the best deacons or pastors. Comedic was a uh, Richard Pryor dude. You ever see Which Way's Up? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. he tore that up, man. We gotta shout out Amen. You never watched Amen? Nah. Oh, damn, really? Let me see. What's Amen? Amen Maybe was a um, Amen was a sitcom. Clifton uh Clifton Davis played the preacher. Sherman Hemsley played the deacon. Um <laughs> Yeah, and they had it's one. It's old, old, old. Came out like in the 90s. 
Shine on me, no hell no. Shine on me, But that's your nah, man, though. You, 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 yeah, you, I fuck with Sherman. Yeah, that's like, isn't that your guy? It's one of my guys. I fuck with George <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, I fuck with George Jefferson. I like nah, Sherman. Explain Henry. that because I feel like you got a you got a whole like paradigm on on George Jefferson. Why I just so- like George Jefferson didn't take no shots. He was a militant dude. He was his own. He was self made. Made his own money. He didn't really cow to the white man. You know what I'm saying? He was just a free black man. He was just getting money. He would call. He would check anybody. You know? He wasn't about that bullshit. I dug it. I dug it. He was aspirational. He was getting money. He was a businessman. I dug it. I thought he was funny. I like George Jefferson. Yeah, because every time he comes up, you're like, that's my man. I fuck with George Jefferson. That was, that was real shit. Hey, we, we moved on up. Because that was in the good times era. You know, you turn, you know, if you're in the projects and you're looking at another motherfucker at the project, that ain't uplifting. That's just parallel yeah. struggle. You know what I saw recently? I was speaking of old school sitcoms. It was a 227. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Jack A. Hattie. Jack A. Jack A. Yes, sir. Jack A. Yeah. It was a good little sitcom. I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a good sitcom. Yeah, it was there. all right. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Jack A. Shout out Jack to A. Sandra. <laughs> Oh man, how was uh? What else is going on with you, man? Uh, man, I saw Star Wars last night. Yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Come here with them spoilers because I've yet to see it. I'm trying to see it soon. I was supposed to see it yesterday, but tell me, did you grow up on Star Wars? Did you watch? (sighs) Like, I think we talked about this before. No, maybe somebody asked me just recently. I grew. I mean, I, I'm familiar with Star Wars, but I'm not like I'm not into the Star Wars shit like everybody else. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I know I seen of the the Elise the. the primary three, you know, Jedi, Empire, Star Wars. But if you put on a scene from any of them, I couldn't tell you which, which movie which, it was. Yeah, which I, mean, nah. I had some of the toys growing up. I mean, I know who R2-D2 is and Chewbacca. I know, the, you know, I know the players or whatever, but I'm not like, I was never really all the way right. that invested in the story. When it came back, back in the 90s with the Jar Jar and all, Banks and all of that shit, I, didn't, I don't even think I went to go see that Phantom Menace and all that. That, that did nothing for me. Didn't do too much for me. I just I saw it. I saw it then, as I see it now, as a good nostalgia hustle. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's spend this nostalgia to some more money. This shit meant a lot to you, motherfuckers. Thirty some odd years ago. Let's make it more. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I heard the movie is beautiful. It's great. It was fun. It was great. It was fun. It was fun, man. So I gotta check it out. <clears throat> let's talk about it like in another week or so. We'll give it some time. I right, give it some time. But it was it was fun. I enjoyed. It. I saw it in the old. I saw an IMAX 3D. Um, good good time, man. I heard it's real 3D too. It's worth going to it see was, it 3D. It was dope. It was it's dope. not like a bullshit. It was movie. fun. Trying to get that couple 3D dollars. If y'all like Star Wars or what you didn't like or what you did like, hit us up in the comments. Hit us up on the Facebook page, matter of fact. And then uh, Star Wars is big in the hood, dude. Yeah. Big in the hood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think science fiction has always been big in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just... Getting the ass up out of a, getting out of the hood into another galaxy, yeah. <laughs> going to a galaxy far, far away. That was the shit. I don't know why he's coming up to me again, but I think it was Richard Pryor had another joke. He was talk, he was talking about. I think he was talking about Mad Max or something like that. Uh-huh. One of his jokes, and he was like, "Richard yeah. Pryor, so a Mad what, Max." What, what was he talking? Was something about the future? Okay, we did some joke about the future. And Richard Pryor was like, you know, the movie, the movie was a hit, and then he's like, "Yeah, but you know, black people in this future, what kind of oh, movie?" Oh yeah, shit seemed bleak for the brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, but Star Wars was a hit in the hood, dude. Yeah, it was. I guess so. I used to watch that on loop with my cousin. But yeah, so I saw that. What else did I do? Did that, hung out with Pops. And then New Year's, you know, New Year's Eve coming up. You doing uh, anything? I'm working, man. I'm working that night. Uh-oh. I got, I got uh, three shows that night. Oh, so shit. I'm working that night. Yeah, they're making uh, them laugh. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, I get a little nervous performing on New Year's, though, uh, D. 
Wow. Performing on New Year's? Yeah, yeah, because I don't know what the expectations are from the audience. It's the same expectations as always. I know, I know, but I just don't, I just always get leery when, you know, I mean, I, I don't say this to the audience, but, you know, what the, because they're there for New Year's Eve, you know, and mm. I'm, I'm just like, you know, I ha, you know, I have these prepared jokes. Tell him jokes. So. Shit, they chose to be there with you. You yeah. didn't choose to, you didn't handpick this audience. Motherfucker, y'all, y'all rolled the dice. Yeah. New Year's Eve plans are more often than not prone to disappoint. Right. If you That's one hilarious. of these people that fucking put so much on New Year's Eve. I call New Year's Eve amateur night. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that don't go out at all. And they're like, I want to go out tonight. I want it to be. It's going to be epic. It's going to be a big thing. So there's all of this expectation. That's what I'm saying. On just a fucking overpriced night on the town. Just enjoy yourself, man. Stop stop trying to make it more than what it is. Just because you ain't do shit the whole year. And you trying to come in with a and big just, bang. Yeah, just put everything in one night. Put that on us. So that's why this New Year's Eve party, New Year's Eve show is always weird to me. Because I'm yeah. like, what is your expectation of what, what do you think is going to be funny tonight? Do you find yourself, New Year's time, you find yourself looking at life like, damn, you know what? I think I could have done better. You know, taking your shit into account. I, great question. What I've been doing lately is, D... I've I've been trying to find things to feel grateful about, as opposed to what didn't work. So I look at the calendar and I go, "This is what worked this year," mm-hmm. and I'm uh, this, this this is where I made progress. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it gets depressing. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> like, you, don't want, you don't want that kind of energy going into the new year. <laughs> Looking at a calendar yeah, of failure, man, you don't want Fuck! that at all. Yeah, so I, I've been doing this. I, I, what worked this year, and how can I continue to do that and do better? Mm. I hear that. Yeah, I kind of do the same thing. Just like figure it out. Put some goals together at the top of the year, and then I try to see which goals I hit. And if I the goals that I didn't hit, they just become the new they rollover goals. <laughs> they become goals for twenty sixteen. You know, it is what it is. Do you have <coughs> like do you do you actually specify your goals at the beginning of the year? You write them. I down. try to. I mean, you know, the big the big shits, the big goals or whatever, but not. Not just anything, you know, just to, yeah, I try to have somewhat of an idea, but then that, I don't limit it to just that. But, you know, you try to put together. And what's your success rate, Ben? You've been hitting? It's been good. It's been, it's good? been good. Because I'm wanting to go look at the goals during the year. Like, I don't just write them down and forget about it. Like, I'll check in. Like, all right, fucking up. You need to be, you could do that. You know what I mean? Or, you know. And it's always cool to come back and be like, oh, I did that. I did that. And then you're like, oh, I didn't do that. All right, we got to get that done. You know, I'm trying to figure out what's the worst, what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to me in 2015. I remember for years, my goal was to get on stage and do stand up. For years, from like you just had you just had it on deck, had that shit on deck from like when I was in college. I was like, that was one of those goals that would roll over. Get on stage, do stand up. Get on stage, do stand. Took me years to get the fucking nerve up. So I was happy to scratch that bitch off. And that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. That's uh. What's today? 29th? 29th? Yesterday made 10 years of me doing stand-up. You serious? Yeah, December 28th, Oh, congratulations, man. Yeah, 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 thank you. That's when I started. Anyway, so that's that's in the world. You know what I mean? 10 years? Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you jump 10 years ago to do it? Uh, I just got tired of fucking bullshitting. I got tired of bullshit. I was I was I was orbiting it. Like I was I was still working, doing sales, so I would go out to LA like ten times a year. When I would go there, I would always go like to the Laugh Factory, the Chocolate Sundays, or you know, whatever. I try to go catch a comedy show and I would just watch that shit. I just love the electricity of the comedy. Like I was funny, you know, just amongst my friends and shit, and it was just like 
Nah, B, I want this. I want to. I want to put the funny to the test for a while because that's how I looked at it. It was like you know to take it to go professional. You got to put your funny to the test. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you like you for a while. You like, damn, dude. If I ain't as funny as I think I am, I got to figure out a whole nother identity for myself. So one day, it just it just December twenty eighth. I remember Sal's when I first started out too, man. Like the feeling of going into a comedy club. Yeah, there's something magical about it, dude. Yeah. When you go into a good comedy show, like when you just like just going in as an audience member, just straight up. Yeah. And you don't know who's coming out, and the dude, just the people that come out, the good lineup, and just funny. Uh huh. There's something magical about that environment, man. It's great. It's almost like you can't even get back to that. You can't watch the comedy show nah, as a regular person. Like I always remember being online for a comedy show. Felt like everybody thought they were funny online yeah. for the comedy show. Everybody got trying their little <laughs> jokes out and shit, trying to make their date laugh or whatever. And then they would go up in there and then see the real deal. I remember going to the Laugh Factory in L.A. in Cat Williams closed the show. And this was right before Cat like really like took like blew up, blew up before the special. But he Did was you know the who shit. Was it? Did you know who was it when he came out? Nah. Mm-mm. He was known from like next Friday or Friday after next shit like that. But he wasn't known really. This was before his first comedy special. But he was on fire. He killed LA. that night. Oh, he destroyed. He destroyed. It's just imagine seeing Eddie and Cat Williams first hour. On stage for like 20 minutes with like with no context. You ain't expect none of this shit. He just fucking destroyed that shit. Was Chris Spencer and, hosting? Ah, <coughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't I don't remember all that. I just remember Cat Williams closed that bitch down. And this was all that shit was new to me. Cause like his persona was still very big for just imagine Cat was on some pimp shit. Yeah, he I was, think yeah. he might have had women bring him out. This was a regular showcase night, like on a, you know what I mean? Like a Sunday night, everybody else coming to just to the stage, regular to the DJ. This motherfucker, it was a, it was a spectacle. He came out, some, some women and shit, and then, you know, he was pimp, pimp. Hey, what's up, pimping? And pimping says pimping. And like, niggas knew it. The show was sold out, show uh, was packed. It was on fire. That shit used to be on. What? That. Monday nights at uh, fucking the improv, D-Ray shit used to be on fire, man. It was it was just like ah, oh, it was such a it was an ill time. It was an ill time, especially out there. But um, and then here, I remember just you know ducking into certain shows. I remember seeing Tracy Morgan. I guess he was like just working out some shit at the Boston. It was like four motherfuckers of the audience. It's Tracy Morgan on stage. This is pre Thirty Rock, but it was still you knew if you knew Hustle Man and all of that. Like oh shit, that's Hustle Man, and he was just doing a fucking spot for like just a few people. And it was funny as shit. Locked it. He was he was killing, but he was like he was <coughs> he was Tracy Morgan doing his like his raw, sometimes uncomfortable shit where the crowd could even four motherfuckers be like, Ugh! but then it still make you laugh like a motherfucker. It was it was it was crazy, man. It was calling me. You know what I mean? It was calling me. I remember being at this is an old spot it's called Gen Z's. Oh, Gen Z's Lounge. It was right by your old spot. It was right on one forty fifth at St. Nick. And I got into some beef, you know, uh, with my, 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 uh, I had some argument with my dad that night uh-huh. and I ended up leaving the house, whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was walking by Gen Z's and I, yeah. I needed a laugh, yeah. you know? This is prior to comedy. Prior to comedy. Okay. This is me just walking around and I, I was entertaining the thought of doing comedy though. Yeah. How you wind up there though? Uh, so because I had it, because I got into a fight with my dad, yeah. I say I stayed with my homie who lived on 140, 147th. Okay, okay, okay. And he, we took the train and we ended up, I had to walk to his crib. Right, 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 right. So he scooped me up, he, you know, he came to the train 
And then we walked down. I was walking down. We see the comedy night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could tell that I needed, I needed to laugh. Uh huh. And I go in there, and uh, it's a, it was a hood spot. Yeah, you know Norm I mean? L was the host. Yeah, Norm was the host. Or yeah. I think rest in peace, by the way. I think he Norm, died. Yeah, Norm passed L. away. And little hood spot, so. Audience is scattered, uh-huh. meaning that there's like three people at the bar, yeah. four people in the showroom, yeah. couple heads in the back. Real not- showroom, it was a bar. Yeah, it was really? a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people in the back, non-committal, don't uh-huh. want, they want to be in the show, but they don't want to be in the show. Yeah. And I'm, I was the non-committal. It was like, I don't want to be in the show, yeah, so I'm going to yeah, hang yeah. back. First dude goes up, and he took a slow one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a rough room. Yeah, I was and, terrible. Uh, I'm in the back with my friend, and and he's he's this dude is doing some jokes about like uh, you know when you go to the barbecue, uh-huh. and they were just wasn't they wasn't feeling them that uh-huh. day. And uh, then the next comic up was Rashid Rashid Thurman. Wow, rest in peace as well. Damn. And he came up that dog and destroyed. Yeah, and there's something magical about just being an audience member, like yeah. just not being a comedian. Mm-hmm. I was I was receptive. Mm-hmm. I was I wasn't I was I wasn't judgmental about the jokes. You wasn't trying to break it. I apart. wasn't trying to break it apart. And the room the the, the room just changed, man. Yeah. You know, Rashid. If you get a chance, he's on YouTube. Rashid Thurman. Um, he's a beast. And he came in there, just took his time, wasn't rushing nothing. And I walked out of there going, "Damn, dude, I got to. This is this yeah. is awesome." Yeah. I remember going to Gen Z's one time, and I seen um, Omar. Omar Thompson Yeah For the first time Omar's young Like he's our age So Like he was a young Motherfucker And uh Like he was I think he might have Still been like a new jack And He He kinda rocked in right. there And it was like Ooh the love You know the love The love you, of the, yeah. yeah it was just But it was That same night I might have seen Two or three people Take They go down in flames They go down in that dog And it was one of them things Where you gotta be for real you know what I mean? It was just too close to home too for me to do that. I, I don't think I'd have felt right taking an L and just walking home to my house. <laughs> the proximity, yeah, that shit. That was there. Somebody would have had to check up on me. But uh, it was a it was a cool little spot. It's a cool though. little spot, yeah. man. It's a Dunkin' Donuts now. Yeah, ain't that a bitch? Shout out to Gen Zs though. Shout out to comedy. Shout out to the people that fuck with comedy. Speaking of laughs though, dude, you sent me a couple things in an email, dude. Uh, the uh, the Stevie Wonder. Oh, uh, man. I don't know if you've seen this joint. I was laughing my head off over this. Yeah, man. Stevie Wonder hitting the dab. What does that mean, the dab? That's a dance move, but... I mean, my thing is... When did Stevie turn into a puppet for the for the the people that could see? It sounds to me like you have a lot of respect for Stevie. Like you, I got they, a lot of respect. You don't like for Stevie, Stevie getting played. I don't. But this is the thing. Like Stevie, I mean, I would imagine Stevie's in on the joke. I got. I. I. I wouldn't. I would be surprised. But when I see shit like Stevie Wonder dabbing, I think at the end of it all, Stevie gonna be like, "Y'all motherfuckers thought I was really blind, <laughs> man. I wasn't. But I was just fucking with all of y'all, man. I could see, but." Stevie Wonder is Stevie Wonder dabbing. First of all, that means dabbing is really, really, really hit the shock. Even yeah, because blind people, blind people doing dance. And like, how was his dab? Was his dab? It was decent, it was decent for a dab? blind man. I mean, he's got his own category to compete in. Till there's another <laughs> blind person doing the dab that's a little iller. But um, you know, it's just who's that for is it is it what's cool about it? is it cool because of stevie wonder or, or is it cool because he's blonde and he's dancing the, the dance yeah because uh, if i guess if Patti labelle hit the dad maybe people would probably be maybe just as excited about right. it if prince hit the dad but stevie hitting the dad just feels 
See the thing about when you're doing shit that's outside your current your comfort zone is when you have when you're sighted, you can see the motherfuckers. You can look at people's eyes and see how the laughter really, you know. What yeah, I mean? how, how I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like you can see them even pointing and laughing. Yeah. That's not a, we're not laughing with you laughing at. When you can't see none of that, but I guess when you can see you can see none of that, you can hear it. And you can tell a wicked laugh from a regular whimsical laugh. I just didn't like it. <laughs> That's it. I just said, I don't know, man. Stevie hitting the dab. Ah, I ain't need to see that shit. I didn't need to see Mike Tyson on that fucking oh, that hoverboard was either. Hilarious. Come on, Mike. So now, Mike was on a hoverboard, y'all. And, Iron Mike uh, Tyson, heavyweight hu- champion, yeah. past heavyweight, undisputed heavyweight champion. And Iron he's on Mike. a hoverboard, and uh, he took a spell, boy. Woo! And uh, you know he he got, he got it was a knockout. Yeah, it was a bad one. It was a bad one. And then they they cut the footage. There's some footage where they cut it to where uh, he has a post fight interview from back in the days. He's like, I think I messed up my uh, my my uh, <laughs> my my vertebrae on that one. I think I hurt my back. I think I broke my back. My vertebrae. <laughs> and the guy is like, Are you sure? What what part of you? He said, it, It's spinal. <laughs> Oh man, that shit is. They fucking, ain't got no respect, man. Uh, These memes out here, they got no respect. The memes is it's, listen, it's, man. The, that meme slander is never gonna stop. That shit is relentless. Here's my thing, though, dog. I have no interest in a hoverboard. I don't either. I don't fuck with them. I have no interest in that. I don't like them. I hate on the future. I don't like them. One, because I'm not good at them. You know what I mean? I'm a little. I, I haven't been able to fully relax. You got to relax. Yeah, that's relaxing. That yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to let it go and let them take you. I, I'm, I'm good on that. So when I do see people out there, the thing is, it's too much. It's still you on a fucking vehicle. I understand yeah, that you on a little board, but I don't like when people zipping at me high speed of a fucking hoverboard because then, like, if you, the closer you get, the more nervous I get, and I don't want to have to kick you off your yeah. hoverboard. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to have you knock me down in a hoverboard. I got You got to fall off this board. <laughs> It's got to go that and way. And the, you know, the streets in my neighborhood ain't the best. Nah. You know. Nah. But it, and motherfuckers, done, they done incorporated everything. They strippers that's using hoverboards. You serious? Yeah. No way. Yeah, strip, come on. You know, the strip club, they're going to add whatever's hot in the hood. In heels? Yeah. Then they, they they travel a fluent little in hoverboards. Some strippers strip on the hoverboard. Then I seen a video of preachers. Preacher, no, yes. no. Preacher had the hoverboard in church. Yeah, you know, man, listen. What kind of, like in a, in a, in a, in a, in a real, it like a, looked like a Baptist church. It was on the hoverboard. Oh my God. Listen, man. When it get hot, it get hot. Did, I wonder, did his robe cover the wheels? So it looked like he was floating? No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. He let you know. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> he wanted to know he had yeah, yeah, he wasn't playing it like, <laughs> look what the Lord <laughs> made me do. do. Yeah, nah. I, I'm not doing no hoverboard, man. Not anytime soon. I can't fuck with it. And you know, they've been exploding now. Yeah, I see that shit. But they've been exploding when they parked. They oh, don't even not. mean, they're not even on top of it. That shit could just catch fire while you sleep. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't fuck with the other boy. I'm just not into it. It's, uh, Did you, man, I'm not, listen, man, I, could, I, I don't even ride bikes anymore. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's also a commitment, too. Like, you bring, you can't just be holding the hoverboard. You know what I mean? Like, you got you to gotta hover. Let me you got to hover dog. everywhere you go now. Nah, nah, yeah, I'm not into the hovering. I'll tell you how risk-averse I am. I, I, as a kid growing up, I would never even get on the pegs of a bicycle. Oh, man. Or ride the handlebars. My, yeah, brother, my brother would say, hey, come ride these handlebars. Nope. Yeah. Nah. No, sir. Nah. Yeah, I would, I would ride the pegs. I'd ride the pegs. I, I was never a peg guy. <laughs> never played football. 
I'm so risk averse. Anything that, I mean, I did do judo, but anything contact related, I'm not that into it, man. See, I wasn't fucking with none of the like martial arts because I didn't like other people's feet. I told you that a long time. I was other people's feet averse. And you put your, we could, if we could do martial arts and some socks, then maybe, but I can't have a sweaty foot touch my body. That's not mine. Nah, that's a fucking problem. You know what's going on, LOD? What's going on, man? I can't watch martial arts films anymore, man. If it ain't Bruce Lee, I can't watch it no more. Cause like it just it just after after watching UFC and MMA, these movies look fake. Yeah, like ain't nobody gonna fight for no twenty minutes, hand chopping. <laughs> just hand chopping. Yeah, like you know the last good, the last good decent martial arts film I saw was Ip Man, and that was good because that you is know, it Ip Man or Ip Man? Is Ip Man? <laughs> He's such a jackass. Man. <laughs> I it, you got you joking, man, joking around, right? Man. I thought it was Ip Man. Ip so, Man. I thought it was Ip. I thought it had some shit to do with the internet. The fucking Ip Man. This nigga was protecting his IP address. <laughs> I just picture you watching that. I think we got the wrong movie. <laughs> Fucking IP man. Ip man. What's Ip? What's Ip? Ip man. The, 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 the story is that he was Bruce Lee's teacher. Oh, uh, shit. Back in China. And, uh, <laughs> How many niggas in China be running that line? You know I used to teach Bruce Lee. You know I taught that nigga the foot sweep. <laughs> that, that was my shit, fam. I used to, nobody was saying that before me. I put Bruce on. Thank so that's, you, the, that's the storyline, and uh, that was the last. Oh, so it's like a documentary. I it's, it was it's a, a film. It's a film. It's based on a real dude. His name was Ip Man, and he was a Wing, wing Chun, uh, Wing Chun master. Wing Chun, as you know, is a efficient way of hand combat. Okay. And uh, you know, I'm into, I'm into it. It's a good movie, but most much like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, all that stuff. I can't watch that, dude. I don't have nah. the patience for it. You fuck with Jackie Chan? Uh, yeah. The reason I like Jackie. Because he is, does all his old stuff. That, but he's also, he tries to make him funny. Like, his thing is like tongue in cheek. He's like, listen, man, we know these fights ain't real. I'm going to slide up under these tables. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some slapstick comedy as these fights are going on. Mm-hmm. So I always like Jackie. Jackie was like, yeah, we're going to have some fun while we're doing this. Like, so he was more tongue in cheek. He's very tongue in cheek. He knew, like. But you don't think Jackie could do kind of, he's oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Jackie's nice. You think Jackie could compete with Bruce? They said Jackie could have beat Bruce, right? Nobody want to hear that because Bruce is dead. You know, yeah. respect the legends and all that. But, uh, yeah. Bruce. You know, there was, there was a, there's a clip somewhere of Jackie talking about how good Bruce was. Yeah. Like Bruce you're was, supposed to respect Bruce was a beast. Like he yeah. said, Bruce, he said, Bruce, actually, Bruce, Jackie was the stuntman in the Chinese connection. Okay. And Bruce hit him, hit him in the movie. Yeah. Like part of the scene. And Jackie was saying, like, I've never been hit like that in my life. <laughs> of course, because you ain't expect that shit to happen. He said, I've been hit a lot, but not like that. He's like, this dude hit me with some, with some, fire. With some yeah, fire. Yeah, with some fire. He was like, nigga, I see you trying to take my job. <laughs> 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 Hit him with that fall back. <laughs> we ain't hiring. Wait till I'm dead. <laughs> he hit that motherfucker so hard. That dude was like, I can't wait till That's he That's hilarious. <laughs> and Jackie made it a big deal to talk about that. Like, you know, I do my own stunts, right? Like, he, I mean, shit. He, 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 he needs know. to I talk about that. I broke some bones. You know. Vicious shit. <laughs> oh, man. Brandon Lee, where's he rank? No Brand, love? No, he gets a lot of love. Unfortunately, he passed away early. I'm trying to think of the. The uh, the black martial artist. You had the Jim Kelly, who was great. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was dope. Michael Jali- Michael J- Jali- White. Michael Jai White. He's he's the he's the new uh, Jim Kelly. Yeah, but he don't get enough work though. Like not and some of the that. movies they be giving him be just be ridiculous. He was cool in Black Dynamite though. That was a good that was look excellent. For him. That was a good look for him. That was excellent. But he um, did Blood and Bone. Yeah, I don't know. 
There's something there's something bad about a B martial arts movie, dude. The the script reads wrong. Oh, it's wrong. terrible. It's like They're almost awful. on par with porno. <laughs> They're awful, man. <laughs> shit is like like right B martial there. arts film, dude, is awful. Yeah, no, that shit is real bad. You remember Billy Blanks? But he wasn't a martial artist. Yeah, was, man. I thought he was just a uh, no, workout man. dude. So disrespectful. So disrespectful. Billy Blanks Billy was a Blanks workout? Was a ch- I mean, he was a, a champion. Fucking, fucking James a champion. I didn't know that. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> I thought he was the workout champion. I thought he was into the workout. I thought he started a workout. So disrespectful, man. I'm sorry, Billy. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. Like He, he was like, he's re- like renowned in the in the karate world. He really? Like, yeah, he was a beast. He was a champion. Billy Blanks. All right. He thought he was just a dude with He did no movies? Yeah, he did a bunch of movies. Billy Blanks got Billy Blanks several B martial arts movies, dude. Are they good or are they terrible? They're awful. <laughs> really? They're awful. Well, that's probably why he had to get a workout <laughs> Do yourself a favor, dude. <laughs> this nigga got... I didn't know that. Chris, did you know Billy Blanks was like real deal? No, nah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Go to IMDb. It's, it's deep. Hmm. Go to go to Chris. Go to Billy Blanks IMDb profile right now. Shout out to all of the little like the yeah the ancillary martial art cats oh, that man. never got no love. What's up with my man? He used to get Bolo. Used to get a little bit of Bolo love. Bolo was bigger the scene. Yeah, Bolo was bigger the scene. Bolo got a little bit of love. You call uh, him ancillary? What'd you call him? Ancillary. The guys <laughs> that was just off to the side. You know that you ain't. Because if it wasn't Bruce, it was tough. Yeah. Brute Jackie Chan got in. There was another cat. Jet Li came later. Jet Li had a nice little run, but he didn't have enough person to say. What fucked it up was Jet Li maybe was the guy they said could have beat Bruce. Because the thing about Bruce was a beast. Right. But Bruce was like, he wasn't, he was all dramatic. You know what I mean? He might give you a tiny bit of humor, tiny bit. Jackie was nice technically, but then he gave you a lot of slapstick. A lot of slapstick, yeah. So then when Jet Li came with no real personality. No personality. It was I don't the, think I've seen that dude smile. It was hard for him to break through. You gotta you gotta give us a little bit more. Bruce Bruce gave us wild intensity. We don't need all that. And Jackie made us smile. What you got, Jet? What's going on, Jet Lee? I know you're nice, and that's that is fascinating and all and that. And Bruce was just ripped, like he set the tone. Yeah, Bruce had the he was ripped. I had the skinny cut up, like Tommy Davidson. Yeah, Tommy Davidson. <laughs> the Tommy Davidson torso. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> after like that was like, track. that's why I always felt bad for Steven Seagal because it was like, you know, you know, he didn't have the Bruce. Like Bruce would take that shirt off, have the bl- blood scratches on his chest, yeah. you know. Like, Bruce just brought so much intensity to the screen. Well, Bruce was also informed how you would fight in the street. Like, I remember that now. Like, when you was fighting, you slap boxing or something crazy or get into a real fight, and you started bleeding, you'd be like, oh, what's up? Oh, it'd be turned into a real fucking thing now. Yeah. Did Bruce start that where they would lick their own blood? Remember that? It probably, was probably that him? did. He probably might have well, started Explain that. to me why. Like, in, as an adult now, I'm thinking to myself, like. It just looked gangster. I would never lick my own blood. I still lick my own blood. Really? Me. Yeah. Just no, what would you do? Because why well, not? Because my blood. when I saw the film, it was like Bruce did it to make sure it was bleed. It was blood. He's like, I can't I, believe I, this I, is me. Is this me? It just yeah. me. Let me take a look. Well, this is probably the AIDS era too. So Bruce <laughs> might not have been as voluntary to lick blood. <laughs> you post, know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, do you know you know the taste of your own blood? Like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's O positive that's, right there. <laughs> it's about to be an ass whipping. No, nah, I think he just had to taste it to really fathom that somebody made him bleed. That's what the thing. Bruce Bruce would go into second gear on that ass with it. Like, if he could, because Bruce would beat a lot of motherfuckers down on a casual level. Right. Bring the whole mother. But one dude would make him bleed, and he'd be like, oh. And take it to the next level. It's like when Popeye ate his spinach. Bruce started bleeding. It was a whole new... F- oh, he about to bust your ass. Bruce licking his own blood is the equivalent to me at James Brown when James Brown would do the... Huh. Exactly. 
because I'm sure the director was like, did, he was he was he was going through his writers. Did yeah. you did you write that? No, no. Are you, are you, okay, just keep rolling. He felt that shit. Yeah, Bruce was a bad motherfucker. Shout out to Bruce Lee, man. Yeah, plenty of motherfuckers thought they could fight after that shit. Thought they knew a little bit of kung fu. Bruce Lee was, he yeah, he he uh. Is he still the hottest Asian in the hood? Oh, you are you are such a hot mess. I wish we had a, we gotta have one of my Asian peoples come. Through. It's a good. Qu- I mean, listen, without sounding like, I guess, uh, exotifying yeah. Asians, but to be in terms of our background, yeah, I would say Bruce is still. Is he like the hottest? <laughs> hottest Asian in the hood. This, this conversation so messed up. Yes, I'm just saying. I would like to ask an Asian person who's the hottest black I, person yeah. that made it into. You know what I mean? I would say household. If I had to guess, Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, yeah, okay. Michael Jackson, Jordan would be a close yeah, second. Yeah. Who else was that? Who else is the the hot? You know, uh, black people in the in the Asian community. Definitely hip hop uh, hip hop artist Wu Tang. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I let's think Bruce, not let's not go. Yeah, it's too, not, it's we, not, it's not we're going. assuming too much. Yeah, I know, I know. This is getting bad. Yeah, it's not, we'll have somebody but I would on. say Bruce is definitely the. Yeah, I can't see nobody that took his took his uh his shine. You know, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go over my roller decks. <laughs> yeah, you got any submissions, Chris? I mean, I was gonna say like Shaq Fu. You know, nah, nah, man. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Nah. It's, right. it's derailed. It's taking yeah, a turn for the worst. We knew this was coming. Uh. Yeah, I think Bruce is up there, dude. Yeah, Bruce is out there. I was going to ask you something else, too, about some shit like that. I forget. Yeah, it's not, I'm talking about all the the big ethnic actors that I grew up with. Bruce was the, the Asian. Any Indian, famous Indian actors that hit the scene? I got to go. This, this conversation can get real dirty quick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to chill. <laughs> I don't know. But I- my dad's hero growing up, my dad's hero growing up was, was Charles Bronson. Oh, Bronson was the fucking... That was my dad's he guy. He was crazy motherfucker. Death Wish, my father, that guy could do no wrong. Yeah. Because he looked like a regular old working oh, dude. Oh, man. He had that magnum, that pistol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was the blue collar. <laughs> that mustache. <Yeah. laughs> we used to know... He definitely I, oh, represented the, the angst of the, of the era. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Charles, you're right. He was very blue collar. He was just trying to keep to himself. Don't fuck with me. I'm just trying to get home. I'm just trying to get home. I don't want don't start no shit. Won't be no. he was the epitome of don't start no that shit. Won't be was no. the guy. And then you ran up on him, and that was it. You had a true death wish, and he was gonna give it to you with that little that little fucking mustache. I just remember me being with my dad watching Death Wish. We saw all my father. We saw all the Death Wish together. And I'm like maybe like nine years old, uh-huh. and this dude would just straight up pull out a gun and just kill somebody. Yeah. And my dad would sit there and go, you know, that's how you... That's how you do it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm looking at my dad like that, but he just... He just killed someone. He just killed the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that, over, that's over, what, that's over, what needed to be done. <laughs> Stakes be real low. It was brutal, man. Fucking death wish. When I used to... I was in Austin, there used to be a cat that looked like Charles Bronson, this one... White dude. White though. guy. Or Latin, he might have been Latino. We couldn't tell. Because Bronson kind of had a little ambiguous... I think he was... I think a little Native American in him. Okay, I think yeah. He, he, he didn't look like all the way... Yeah. This cat looked like him, and he used to just be out. He had like a little... He had like a little tight fitting members only jacket like like Charles Bronson would have. This motherfucker would just walk right. up and down like North Island, just the whole, which is like a big street that goes through Austin. And it's like, you just walk up and down 
Throughout the day, you would just see this nigga never. Every was time like a, you see him, was like a song. Nah, the but we would song? just be like, "Oh shit, they go crazy ass Bronson." <laughs> like, it's always some crazy motherfuckers. Even in my neighborhood now, there's one guy. This is some shit that I always thought about. Do you have like you and your friends, or you and your lady, you and your family? There might be somebody weird or somebody in your neighborhood that you don't really know their name, so you yes, give them a name, yes. but you give them a name. Yes. So there's a cat that's a weird looking dude. We call him Waldo because he looks like Where's Waldo, and this motherfucker <laughs> always just be in front of the building, like looking expectantly for nobody in particular. He'll just be out, just waiting around, looking, waiting. Like he looks like he's expecting somebody to show up, but nobody, nobody ever shows up. shows up, and then eventually he just walk back in the house. Yeah, it's the weirdest motherfucker ever. And he don't. He barely says what up because he's a weirdo. You see. You'll say what's up to him. He'll look at you, and then you, you go you, back to look, and it's like, yo, you, you know weird me? motherfucker. Yeah, you weird motherfucker. Then one time I see his his ass downtown, and it's like seeing your mailman outside, like at the club or some it's shit. Hilarious. Like he don't belong. You like, oh shit, it go weird ass Waldo. I still try to shout him out. His weird ass ain't returned to. <laughs> That's like, hilarious. Yeah. I almost called him Waldo because I don't know his real name and shit. But uh, shout out to Waldo. What's funny to me is how throughout the years the. The uh, archetype of the man, like yeah. Charles Bronson, was the, like that's how you yeah. handle business. Yeah, okay. you know, where you tucked in shirt, mm-hmm. nice little belt buckle, some good and some shoes, boots, yeah, some, some, nice boots. some hard bottoms. That that communicated you. This guy he's taking names. Yeah, 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 he ain't fucking around. If you saw that that now, uh-huh. like you would look at him and go, "You ain't take it." <laughs> <laughs> nah, he still look like somebody I'm so? not fucking with. Yeah, because yeah, that shit, that little jacket looked a little too snug for. You know what I mean? He just looked like I never fuck with people that look like they don't want no problem. Those are the people because when you wind up getting your ass whipped by a motherfucker that didn't want no problem, it's insult to injury. Right, 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 right. Oh man, I had a, I had an experience. I was, uh, I might have been in third grade or something, and uh, I don't want to say the kid's name, but it was a cat. This young kid. By the way, I love how your tone just changes now. <clears throat> no, 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 because it's a, it's an interesting story. It's a um, it's a young kid. We was both in the same, you know, in the same class, and uh, for whatever and we used to be friends, but for whatever reason, we had beef and we was gonna fight. And it got through. Everybody knew we was gonna fight at three o'clock. You know, it's one of those three o'clock. Everybody gonna fight. So like school let out. We up in the courtyard. Everybody ready to see the fight. I'm ready to fight this cat. I think I could beat him and shit. You know what I mean? It's gonna be one of those. And uh, I don't remember why I was so fucking mad, but I wanted to fight the cat. He didn't want to fight. So he's leaving. And, like, the crowd is kind of following him. But then the crowd dissipates because it looks like nothing's going to happen. But me, I'm still charged. I want to fight the cat. So I go to his house. Dolo. By myself, like an idiot. Go to his house. Get up. Go on the elevator. Take the elevator to the the spot. I knew where he lived because I guess he used to be my homie. Knock on the door, tap, tap, tap. Maybe this might have been the first time to his house. Knock on the door, tap, tap, tap. Door opens. It's his big, it's him, but then it's his, his him, but he closes the door. His brother's like, yo, what happened? His big brother come out with a motherfucking German <laughs> shepherd. This is back when the German shepherd was still like the attack. Though. This is back in the early 80s. was still some residual fear from the fucking civil rights. Yeah. And uh, the German shepherd was not a fucking dog to fuck with. 
So his brother was like, nah, B, you ain't running from no fight. You going to fight this motherfucker. So basically it became a three-on-one. Like the brother became like his corner man. And then the dog just stood just off to the side, just being scary as shit. Like just every so often, you know what I mean? So I'm still fighting this motherfucker. And uh, <coughs> I didn't get my ass all the way whipped, but he won that. But his bra- he, I would have probably won if his if I didn't have to be distracted by the dog and his brother. Like shoot the left, shoot the left. And then, oh, he, he was he was getting coached. Yeah, yeah, he was coaching the shit out of him. Nah, 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 nah. Now, now grab him here, grab him here. It was it wasn't what I wanted. How'd the fight end? Like how did they? The fight ended with me. Uh, I think maybe holding my eye, getting back on the elevator, and going back home. <laughs> It was an L. It was an L for me. He went back in with the dog and his older brother, and I knew from then, when All people right. say they don't want it, trust them, <laughs> me. Like, you don't have to push this shit. Don't, you know. I have so many questions. So tell, tell, talk to me about the walk home from that incident. Oh, was it, it was a, it was one of those. It was one of those moments of reflection. You know what I mean? It's like, this only the only type of reflection you can get after an ass whipping. It's a certain type of clarity that you have in your life. You know your strengths and weaknesses intimately after you have just got your ass whipped. You were like, ah, right, I see what went wrong. You know what I mean? I did Ward what... get out in school? Nah, it was a, it was a very quiet. <laughs> it was a private. Day. It was very quiet. I've had two quiet ass whippings. <laughs> I had that one and I had another one. And uh, they were very quiet. It was just very discreet. This is why I'm happy that I lived before the world star generation because that shit could have made it on a camera phone or something. But uh, yeah, it was one of those things. I don't even think he ever came back to school. I think it might have been towards the end of the year and he moved. I know exactly where he moved. He moved to a, a southern city. And uh, I never seen him again. But uh, so that I'm thinking, was, I'm was thinking with the fantasy, the fantasy in your head. Like, was your fantasy like, yeah, I'm gonna go to his house, <laughs> beat the shit beat, out and of him, and then keep, you know, I'm gonna establish, let everybody know, <laughs> yeah, let everybody, everybody know. know you know what I'm saying? I don't even know what I was doing fighting. Like, what was no your crowd. end game? What was your end game? It was just, I was just charged up. The crowd had me so hyped, like, yeah, son. And everybody, the crowd felt so disappointed. But by the time I got to where I needed to be, <laughs> there was no crowd. It was just me. And I'm like, why? And somebody, was in the hallway? I did it. It was in the hallway. It was in the landing. As soon as you got up off the thing, you know, there's like a little landing before, like when you get off the elevator, there's a little landing and then you move like maybe so like hilarious. five, so six hilarious. feet away. There's and it's dark various gray? doors. And I went to his door, <laughs> knocked on his door, and he opened the door, tried to close the door real quick. And his brother was like, nah, 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 nah. The brother opened the door. And it was him, the German Shepherd, and yeah, you know I mean, and then it was, uh, it was on. <laughs> It was on. Such a weird thing to get a knock on the door for. You know, third grade. That used to be the shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be the shit. Like, it was, it's certain different rules when you're a kid. You do, kids terrorize the shit out of other kids. And it's weird because it's almost like it's a different frequency. Because they'll terrorize the shit out of another kid in front of other, like, parents. Yeah. And sometimes the parents don't understand that the kid is being terrorized. Right. You know what I'm saying? So PTSD. Yeah, man. I tell you what, this how, is this how you knew when I was a coward. This is how you knew D. Uh oh. When I would get into a fight with somebody, uh-huh. and I knew that I had uh, the potential to potentially win the fight, yeah. as they were breaking us up, uh-huh. I would always say, You know where I'm at? You know where I live? Uh-huh. You know where I'm at? Uh-huh. I would say my whole address, you know, 1515, uh-huh. you know, Box Road, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Apartment 5D, come uh-huh. see me. Uh huh. Why no. would you say that? Because it was like, to let, let, to, to let the people know that was surrounding me at the fight. That you was. Oh, he's, he's about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he gave him his address. Oh, you would sell it. 
I was saying he gave his address. Yeah, People yeah, were like, yeah, yo, yeah. he's yo, he, he gave he, he, you know, you got he ain't never running. You know, yeah. but if somebody I couldn't that I didn't have a shot with, <laughs> they break that fight up, and I'd be like, man, why you wilding out, man? <laughs> why you bugging out right now, yo? Do you know where I live? Because you know I, 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 I don't need you. I don't need you to have this information. Yeah, man. Yeah, that ass whipping is something, boy. So your point being, don't mess with somebody who... Yeah, when they tell you they don't want it, just let them live. Say, all right, he don't... Because yo, fear is a motherfucker. What do you mean? When somebody is really afraid, it's fight or flight. Like, right. you get... You could... Yeah. You get killed. If a motherfucker really don't want to, because they, they, they could snap. They could snap. It's all adrenaline. It's all fear. Yeah. I got to stop this. However, and once you push a person to the point to where they feel super uncomfortable... There's a bunch of clips, There's a bunch of clips, and you know I'm not big on the whole fighting videos thing, but there's a couple clips where they they have these guys who do mixed martial arts. Oh yeah, and they just working. They like they're moving guys. Yeah, come on. And then someone tries to attack them. Yeah, come on, yo. And it's funny how they just like they say it a couple times, like, dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to fight right now. Stop, yeah. please. Yeah. And they get the, the <laughs> they get the. <laughs> <laughs> they get the they get the living daylight beat out of them. That's dude. the worst. When you those just, are pretty funny, actually. <laughs> you impose this ass whipping, and they don't, they don't, the funny thing is they'll they'll deliver the beat down and then go right back to what they were doing. Yeah, real sensible. Yeah, real <laughs> yeah, sensible. Real, real Jason Bourne. You know what I mean? Whip your ass in a real efficient manner. Maybe sit your ass in the chair to make it look like you didn't get your ass whipped. Oh fuck! Put some sunglasses on you. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway, uh. Shit, man. We about to be over with our 2015. Anything it's about to be wrapped, man. Anything you want to say to the people? I want to say thanks for listening in 2015. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. And we definitely look forward to keeping you guys in 2016 and uh, heightening different things and getting the conversation out there, you know, at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, 2015 was a good year, man. Yeah, it wasn't bad, yeah. It was a good year. It's good shit. Good shit. Bigger and better. 2016. Bigger and better, man. Just uh, excited about it, you know. We'll see what happens with Hillary and who's going to be president. Um, Bernie. We'll see. Um, see what the weather. What's going to happen with the world global warming? Uh huh. Um, what else is going on, man? Just I don't know. Hopefully, Stevie won't be dabbing in 2016. Hilarious. Uh, let them know where they can find you so we get up out of here. Uh, it's New Year's, man. So I'm in the city, dude. I'm in the city this whole week. Uh, uh, the Stand, Dangerfields, the Comic Strip. I'm just doing, doing city spots. Uh, so check me out online, laughingblad.com. Uh, yeah. And you know, check us out, man. I ain't bet. Yeah, man, I'm around. I'm uh, yeah, I'm around. I'm out in the world, uh, doing a few spots here and there. Uh, but yeah, if you can't find me in the streets, find me here on in the conversation. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend, and even your enemy too, to get in the conversation. We out. <laughs>